0: Hey folks, we're back. We're in the NGConf podcasting booth um, and we're talking to Eli Lucas and Mike Hardington from the Ionic team. Hello, hello, hello. This episode is sponsored by Sentry.io. Recently, I came across a great tool for tracking and monitoring problems in my apps. Then I asked them if they wanted to sponsor the show and allow me to share my experience with you. Sentry provides a terrific interface for keeping track of what's going on with my app. It also tracks releases so I can tell if what I deployed makes things better or worse. They give full stack traces and as much information as possible about the situation when the error occurred to help you track down the errors. Plus, one thing I love, you can customize the context provided by Sentry. So, if you're looking for specific information about the request, you can provide it. It automatically scrubs passwords and secure information, and you can customize the scrubbing as well. Finally, it has a user feedback system built in that you can use to get information from your users. Oh, and I also love that they support open source to the point where they actually open source Sentry if you want to self-host it. Use the code DEVCHAT at Sentry.io to get two months free on Sentry's small plan. That's code DEVCHAT at Sentry.io. So I keep running into you guys at the conference, which is fun. It's like, you know, you're like trying to stalk us or something. I know, right? And I I realized that you and Jeff Cross have the same kind of beard. Uh, Yeah, we have similar kind of
1: beards, but apparently the crowd has agreed that I do not look like him. There is someone else who looks more like Jeff Cross Mm -hmm. than me. Yeah, you don't look a ton like him, but the the
2: beard is kind of
1: when you look. It's from the side profile. That's where you see. Oh, is that Jeff or is that
2: Mike? And I I actually used to get confused when I would see Jeff Cross in pictures on Twitter. And I think it was Mike. And I'd be like, hey, there's Mike. And everybody's like, no, that's not Mike. (laughs) It it just happens. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, yeah. So, who had the beard first?
1: Since Jeff is older, I will give him the fact that he has had the beard probably, you know, the longest. He definitely had it before me. Uh, But I I looked at it and I said, okay, can I make mine better than that? I think I did. He may have had the first beard, but I perfected it.
0: There you go. (laughs) Yeah. I like the way you said he's older he's older yeah. Jeff did you hear that I think he just did, threw down did you hear that Jeff did I, you hear that he are you did. too old to hear that yeah
2: should you bring up the Twitter account
1: I should bring up the Twitter account apparently there's now been there is uh, there was orig- originally a Jeff Cross beer Twitter account that someone made we, we still don't know who last That's night whoever did that I love you yeah well <laughs> it's it's pure uh pure gold in terms of just uh memes the one that surprised me was last night i got a notification that someone made a mike Hardington's beard twitter account nice uh most important part is the location is specified as on my face uh-huh and i have no idea who who made it they haven't tweeted i have no information about it it's mm-hmm. just if you did make it Please let me know. I'm just curious. I'll keep it a secret.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny because uh, most people that I know, when they have something like that go on, you know, so and so's beard or so and so's, you know, whatever. Um, they they don't want to know who it is. It's like just just keep doing it. It's funny.
1: <laughs> it's it's the suspense of everything. I just want to know. Just <laughs> I don't like having unanswered
0: questions. Yeah, you're upping Mike's blood pressure. (laughs) Not out of anger, just out of just out of anxiety. Yeah. Oh, people are awesome. Mm. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the beards, yeah, I had much more of a beard during Christmas, and I bought some of those beard ornaments that you (laughs) asked. Yeah, you inspired me. I spent you know ten dollars on Amazon or something. It was great because Mike Ryan did as well, and Uh so did
1: Sam Julian, and we just tweeted photos of each other with like the ornaments in, and just trying to make ourselves look as as ridiculous as we could. Oh. But then Sam like totally showed us up with all of his ornaments and it was just trying to look as like fierce as like a mod- of, like a modeling picture. And I was like, "Ah. That was so much better than the serious serious look. Should have done that."
0: <laughs> Dang. Well, next year I'll get in on that. Mm. I didn't take as many pictures.
1: Yeah. But
0: well, that was funny. It was nice. Yep. Save him again. So, uh let's switch gears ionic what's yeah. up with ionic these days
1: uh, so yeah we we shipped our 4.0 earlier uh probably earlier in the year uh focused ionic itself on being having the core components be framework agnostic uh and based on web components that way we can port them wherever we want
0: and is that through stencil
1: yes through so our build tool uh stencil it goes through lets us write web components in a nice abstracted way and then ship those uh so that way we can deploy it to android uh to angular uh, <laughs> to android to android yeah well to, in a in a way we do it makes it there uh no. but deploy to angular view react or right. even you know no framework at all
0: yeah, and I understand that initially you were looking at doing something with Angular Elements or something, and it just wasn't quite what you needed. I, th- I think the thing that it is is, you know, we have our some strong opinions and
1: requirements that were for us. Mm-hmm. And Angular Elements, you know, while it's great, it's, uh, it's definitely something for the Angular developer. Like Ionic didn't right. need dependency injection. So building Stencil was like a way to say, okay, what do we need from, what parts of Angular do we like and want to add? And what parts from other frameworks do we want and, you know, want to get to bring it all together? So it was like getters and setters for properties that we got from Vue, Mm -hmm. JSX for uh, our rendering engine from React, uh, and the heavy use of like decorators uh, coming from Angular.
0: Right. Cool.
1: So, so what's coming down the pipe now? Um, Right now, we're we got the heavy focus on preparing for Ivy. We got uh, some updates with our builders and getting all that supported for the new Architect API. Uh, We'll be shipping a couple test releases to to make sure that when we built with Ivy uh, enabled. Uh, ionic still works as it as one would expect and we get all the benefits of IV. And right it's really where we're focused on uh with the angular
2: side of things cool and outside of the angular world we're working on ramping up on getting releases for react mm-hmm. out within probably we're hoping in the next few months and then Vue probably following shortly after that yeah so official yes. releases are out they're out in beta right now and people can start using them but it'll be
1: uh it'll be great to get all that released and all that all that all the amount of hard work you know finally having it pay off and having people use our stuff yeah great
0: you should find somebody that has a view podcast and react podcast and see if you can get on there yeah if only yeah.
2: we knew people yeah
1: if only we had those connections and could just say hey can we come on those podcasts That'd yes be great. i mean um i'll I'll <laughs> talk to
0: my guy <laughs> so yeah well that's exciting um uh, I've I've been talking to people about the conference as well. So how many years have you gentlemen been coming to the conference
2: now? So this is my first ng-comp actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, very fortunate enough to be here as a speaker on my very first ng-comp. So.
0: Well, you've been acting like an old pro. So I assumed you'd been here for like 10 years. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I just follow Mike. So
1: you, you, Eli's uh, a real pro. He just shows up and everyone uh, says, oh, all right. He, he, he acts yeah. like he's been here before. Just let yep. him do whatever he wants. Yeah.
0: So, how, how does this compare then with other conferences you've been to if this is your first year?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I've been to, to conferences on like the really, really big end, like a build. Right. Um, and I would say like the, the quality that they have here is like right up there, top notch with something like a yeah. build, like a 5,000 plus people talk. I'm going type to conference. build next week. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I'm, I've just been blown away with um, the organizers and what they've done here and how it, how top-notch everything is the types of activities that they plan for everybody the types of special attention they put into like what people's needs are and whatnot so like you know sometimes there's you just need to like get out and get away and so there's mm-hmm. things to do like you can go to the movie room or you can go up and get a massage or you know go to the streaming room to watch the mm-hmm. watch the Talks away from the big crowds and stuff like that.
0: I forgot about the massage. I could have used that. I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like not only just like the organizers that everyone sees up front and like everyone posts and talks about, but like mm-hmm. even the logis- like the team behind the scenes that's doing a lot of the logistics and making sure that all of this uh-huh. happens so smoothly. I know every year we uh, Aaron gives a nice shout out to Sunny and her team, but yeah. uh, they really are the... The, the people who make the magic happen over here at NGConf.
0: Yeah, I'm talking to them about organizing an event. So,
1: mm. yeah, yeah, they do amazing jobs, yep. and uh, they do. They are probably the best in it.
2: Yep. Yeah, but besides that, I mean, going down even to like, uh, like, lower level conferences like code camps and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's kind of like my past. Um, yeah. As far as like going out to big conferences and stuff, I probably just started doing that within the past few years. And so it's kind of cool to see like kind of both ends of it. Yep, yeah.
0: absolutely.
1: And this is
2: um, this is my fourth
1: fourth NG comp, first one speaking though. So that that was a nice change to see the other side of it. Uh, missed the very very first NG comp and then the third one, but 2015 when Angular was announced, and 2017 and 18 to be able to see how the ecosystem evolves. Yeah, really interesting to see everything. Everyone going, oh, components, components, components. Okay, we solved components. How do we deal with everything else involved in building our app? As uh, last year, seeing well, two years ago, seeing like, oh, NgRx, it's this thing that people, that some people use, and then seeing in a year, year's time, it goes from, we have an entire NgRx track on Fair Day, and it's Brandon and Mike giving all their talks and. going through as much as they possibly could as well as giving a main stage talk during the uh, during this uh, main day so Mm -hmm. it's great to see just like that continue and see how the community changes and what what things become important to people and how the how the community grows and evolves
0: yeah it's, it's interesting I mean this is my fourth or fifth year and yeah I missed the first one and then I missed the one two years ago and, yeah, you know, it, it has. It's changed a ton.
1: But it's always changed for the better, I, yes. th- I feel like. like Every year, I feel like, have I learned everything there is to learn about Angular and all the pieces? And mm-hmm. somehow, there's always new ideas popping up that's like, that's interesting. I should spend some time and learn that and uh, invest to see what that is. And
2: Yeah. I think a good example is that. So you mentioned that a few years ago, like NGRX is all the rage. and yeah. There's still lots and lots to talk about NGRX oh, yeah. at the conference this year. But something that's kind of emerging is the idea like, you know, you don't need NGRX, which right. which we all know. But mm-hmm. uh, we might start off thinking that we, we might need it. But a lot of the talks this year are kind of like other patterns that you also right. might consider like um, observables with a facade pattern and, right. and stuff like that. So it's it's just a, the continuation of the thinking and learning. Yep.
1: It's like the ebb and flow. It's like, okay, state, it's something we should care about. Let's go all in. And then, okay, well, now that we've gone there, we learn maybe we don't need all of these features. Can we roll it back, maybe build our own setup and like make it more custom tailored to our app, but still follow some of these practices and uh, ideas that haven't evolved from like Plux and Redux and all the other right.
0: So, what's been your favorite part of the conference?
1: I would say, kind of the hallway track. It feels like such an easy answer because going to the talks is always fun and going an opportunity to learn, but from, a, from the perspective of someone who works on a framework, having the opportunity to like speak with so many people and just see what are you doing on your day-to-day and what kind of challenges you face that's so much more valuable and I feel it's my favorite part. So I always will go and watch the live streams afterwards, but my priority is just to talk as many people as I can, whether or not they come up to our booth or whether or not it's just passing on our way to get coffee. It's like, Oh, Hey, can I ask you those questions? Sure.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say same, same thing for me. It's um, pretty cool to meet people. That probably been following on Twitter for a while or whatnot, or some of the creators of the frameworks that are out there. I did a, a workshop on NestJS at this conference, mm-hmm. and Mike introduced me to Camille, uh, the creator of NestJS, and just to talk to him and have him be like, have him be excited that there's, you know, a talk going on about the framework that he wrote and that he's working on um was like really cool and to hear his feedback um like hey yeah your talk was great i loved it and um yeah it's pretty sweet it's kind of stuff that you uh, you wouldn't
1: necessarily get anywhere else right yeah that's why the hallway track is the best Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I, i agree and it's funny because um i've asked pretty much everyone i've brought into the booth that question and it it's almost universal that yeah it's the people it's the hallway track it's the the chance to kind of rub shoulders with people and just you know kind of have these situations where you get to hear what people are actually doing
1: and you know to highlight some of the stuff like point that uh eli made like i got to meet uh dj uh debug mode on twitter f- who organized ng india mm-hmm. and just being able to meet him and like talk about some of the things that he does over there you know the impact of organizing his own conference and unless I had you know having him be here was probably like a great opportunity just like I follow you I really respect all the things that you do and I'm so glad to like actually get a chance to meet you and like know who you are yeah it's just great
2: and I like to see uh, so I, I came from the Microsoft community I used to be a Microsoft MVP a few years ago <laughs> and to see like a lot of the people that have came from the Microsoft community over to the angular community like the john papas award bells right. the deborah Carradas, of them all um and to kind of like see them like talk to them again has, has been pretty cool
0: yep yeah it's funny too because i've i you know i'm not on a show with john anymore but you know we still chat periodically and it's it's just you know it's it's not just the hey you know i get to see these people and you know these people have a similar background to me but after the conference too right just having you know people feel like they can reach out to me or i can reach out to them or you know it's like they seem larger than life on stage but then you know everyone's you know. everyone's so down to earth yeah and willing to just like welcome you in so it's and, like and that's the thing right and yeah. and you go home and you reach out and it's like hey we met at ng are like family yeah <laughs> it, the
1: joke that we had a uh, couple couple people couldn't make it uh for whatever reason yeah. but they're like i'm so sad to miss my ng family and it, that's so true like every yeah. single year it feels like the family just gets bigger and bigger and more people come in and it's it just hits right in the feels every single time
0: Yep, yeah. and it's funny too because yeah i i reached out to a couple of people and i'm like I'm like we need to talk while you're at ng confident like i'm not coming and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um so when Ionic comes to the conference, I mean, is, is that what you're looking for then? Is those kinds of interactions? Or are you looking to recruit people or to raise awareness of Ionic as a solution for mobile apps? Or what what's kind of the outcome that makes a success for you guys? I mean, uh, we we
1: we obviously want to come and, you know, promote Ionic and talk about all the cool things that we're doing and uh, cool projects that we have in, you know, progress. But I think one of, like, the big reasons why we continually come back to NGConf is you know, just to have that connection with the with the day to day dev who is, you know, they working on things. Mm-hmm. They they want answers, um, and they just want to like, hey, we we like what you do, and we're we're we use Ionic all the time at our company, and thanks for being, for thanks for making it. And that for us, I think it's like an investment back into the community that just pays more than just trying to. Uh, like by, by their love. It's like by investing in community, and helping out, you know, support the conference. It's great for them. And then we get to hear their stories. And then that cycle just continues as things get, uh, things get bigger.
2: Nice. Yep. Yeah. And when we came out here, we didn't really have a particular thing that we were looking to promote or anything like that. So it was just like, Hey, come, come stop by our booth. Let's talk shop. Tell us about the apps that you're building. Give us your feedback if you got it. It's just like about really connecting with those day-to-day developers.
1: Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe get a pair of socks too while we're, while we're here. And people tend (laughs) to really like conference socks. And I, I totally, totally think that they're the best thing ever.
0: Yep. So, uh. When you're not ionicking or talking to developers or writing code or whatever you do, you know, for work, I mean, what do you spend time on?
2: Family. Family. <laughs> yeah, got got four little kids myself, so most of my time is spent uh-huh. doing the the you know daddy what's the, life. What's
0: the age, age range on your kids?
2: I got a nine year old, a four year old, and two two year olds. Twins. Yep. Boy. Yeah. So the like I say, like it's literally that. It sounds like a handful. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's awesome. I love my family and yeah. um, they're calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, family. Their yeah. ears were burning when you
1: said
0: family and they were like, oh, I guess we should call them right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah last night, actually, um, I went and picked up my kids from NG Kids and we came down and sat in the booth and we talked about NG Kids for about five minutes. That's nice. awesome. And yeah, just to figure that out. You know, how did it go and what did you do? And. It's it's utter chaos for five minutes, but it, it you know, yeah, I, I read you there.
2: Yeah, and I didn't realize um the stuff that the NGConf organizers do for families. Oh yeah. At the conference. To see so many people bring their spouses and their kids and just I hear heard about like what they do in the NG Kids and right stuff like that. Well, like, that makes me think maybe next year.
1: Yeah, I know, like with Tara and uh her husband Matt like coming around with their newborn and it was just everyone was like, yeah, they're bringing their baby. And, you know, there's so many things that, you know, they are, everyone's very accommodating for uh, infants, whether or
0: not they're. Yeah. I saw Shmuela with her. Yeah. A few few moms and dads. I saw a bunch of dads pushing strollers too. Um, My youngest is three. So I just put her in the daycare thing. And, but my wife's at a conference today, yesterday and today. And so, she wasn't remember, home. Yeah. So I had yeah. the kids. And so it, <laughs> it, you know, it made it possible yeah, for me. And, you know, as much as we hear about the diversity yeah. and trying to accommodate, uh, you know, those kinds of people, I'm nearly 40 year old white dude and I help me out. Right. So, yeah. you know, it, it's more than that. It, it, it really is about, you know, Hey, who wouldn't be able to come if we didn't do this and mm-hmm. how do and, we make it possible? Everyone from every walk of life. And yeah, they're
1: here let's give every opportunity for them to enjoy the conference and take a little bit of a pressure off them for a little bit.
0: Yeah. And that's also where I come down with, I want content out there for, you know, every developer community is, um, you know, as much stuff as we can put on YouTube or podcasts or blog posts or whatever, then those people, you know, if they're in a position where they have a spouse or a family member that they, they couldn't even take advantage of NG kids or whatever, right. To come, it's still out there for them yeah and you know it's it's so important because a we're going to need more people i mean this is an industry that is growing leaps and bounds and the other thing is is that it's something that's enriched my life and i just i can't see denying anybody that because their life situation is such that they can't come to a conference i think that's not right. I mean, it,
1: it's even as far as all the talks being live streamed yep. and then uploaded to YouTube within 24 hours. Yeah. Like if there is, if you are, un, if unfortunately you're not able to make it, like the content is made so accessible. That yep. It's like they want you to learn and want you to yep. have access to everything. You might not be able to uh, speak, you know, to talk, get access to the speakers, but the material that they're learning and all, the, every, all those resources, you know giving you every opportunity to, to learn and get access yep. to it.
2: Yeah, and even through um, the scholarship programs. And mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if it's ng that did the scholarship program or if it was somebody else. I think they're sponsored. Sponsored? Okay, yeah. I, but, I think
0: some of them come out of the conference budget, and I think most of them are sponsored, if I remember right. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was uh, talking to someone last night um, at an after party who just graduated from Galvanized Coding School. Mm-hmm. Um, back in Denver where I'm from and she got a scholarship to come to you know ng-conf and that probably just not a situation she would have been able to find herself in so Mm -hmm. to be able to come and like get all this learning directly Mm -hmm. get out of coding school is just such a great opportunity Yep.
0: so besides chasing kids what are your hobbies then Eli
2: my hobbies um so when I get time you know I like to um try to get outdoors as much as I can in Colorado I'm more of the summer outdoor person instead of the winter Mm -hmm. outdoor person I try not to do too many things that are gonna get get me killed, <laughs> uh, but I, I like uh, biking, um, I like hiking, um, so th- those types of things. Outside of that, I'm kind of you know still a big geek. I like to play video games and yep. you know nerd out and a
1: nerd that goes outside during the summer.
2: Yeah, <sighs> that's so
0: unheard of. Yeah, I
2: know. Yeah. You don't turn to ash when you go out in the sun. Ah, uh, it's hard sometimes. We've got to put on the sunscreen. There you go. Yeah. How about you mike
1: um I, I i nerd out still you know i have a lot of side random side projects that i work on do some music and woodworking as well um just something to keep busy and uh, still be making something right. and kind of getting that little that tick in my brain get, get scratching that itch of i need to do something but mm-hmm. not at a
2: computer and not staring at a screen. Yep. Yeah. And that's something that I need to do more of, like have have something that I can accomplish like outside of the screen. That's, I think that's important.
0: Yeah. My HOA has told me that my hobby is working on my yard. (laughs) (laughs) Get to it.
1: (laughs) It is so therapeutic though, because I have a house and I took like my lunch break one day and I just started Uh, the mower and, I mowed the front and back of uh yard and I was like came back, I was like, oh, I feel so relaxed right now. Yep. I don't I can go back to work and just be doing whatever and not have to I just had that little thirty minutes of doing something else to relax me. Yep. Mm. Though with a with an HOA. That's maybe yeah. not as as
0: relaxing. Yeah, if we ever move, I'm never moving anywhere with an HOA again, let's we'll put it <laughs> that way. <laughs> Great. Well, if people want to connect with you guys or connect with Ionic, what what do they do? Uh, They can go on Twitter, follow
1: us uh, at Ionic Framework. Uh, If they want to connect with us directly, I'm I'm at M. Hardington on Twitter. Just look for Mike Hardington. You'll find the picture with the beard, and that's probably me. If not, it's the beard photo. Uh, Eli?
2: Yeah. Uh, So all the social places, you can find me at Eli Lucas, and that's actually E-L-Y. Mm-hmm. Not E-L-I, so it's a little bit different. Yep. Down people for a thorough spin. Yep. Actually, I should probably go out there and, and snag E-L-I Lucas at all the places too.
1: Just in case, like, this is not the Eli you're looking for. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Eli, go here instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, my
0: youngest son is Eli, but it's E-L-I. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, the unique names. I When I was first getting started, yeah. Uh, went look Chuck Wood Charles Wood there was tons of stuff out there and so yeah so that's why I'm Charles Max Wood everywhere so yeah having the unique names that's got to be nice Yeah,
1: it was funny we had a moment at the after party where it was you would say Mike and I think you would have gotten like seven Mikes to turn around and go what (laughs) Uh, it was me Michael Lotke, Brocky a couple other attendees that also named Mike some folks from Capital One and we were all just like Yes. It's it's like grade school all over again. Everyone who is named Mike just somehow uh, gravitates towards one another. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's funny. All right. Well, thanks for coming, uh, talking to me. Thanks for having us Thank you. Uh, All right. Well, uh, I think you're my last one for this conference. So, ending on a good note. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with CashFly. Visit dot com to learn more.